right, Lunch with Listeners brought to you by the Other Coast Cafe. If you're looking for a place to uh, eat today, may I suggest, if you have not had lunch yet, please go to the Other Coast Cafe. They've got locations in Ballard, the uh, also in Queen Anne and Capitol Hill. Why not go in there right now? Say, I'd like the man tooth. You're asking, hey, Puck, what's the man tooth? Uh, Capicola, salami, smoked mozzarella, lettuce, tomato, cherry peppers, mustard, oil, and vinegar, or go with the bullet. Your classic BLT, bacon, lettuce, tomato, and balsamic mayo. Hot sandwiches. They, of course, they got the Raging Cajun. They got the uh, meatball sub, the turkey Reuben, the electric wizard. Uh, the electric wizard, which is uh, applewood, smoked ham, smoked mozzarella, uh, balsamic mayo, tomato, and onion. So they provide you with uh, lunch with listeners. And, of course, our big uh, news today, Cliff Averill is joining the radio program. Uh, my new co-host that will start in July, July 9th uh, from 10 to 1 o'clock. And July 9th, why? Well, he's got he's got things that he's doing this he's, summer. He's, things he's more important than this job is what it comes down he's to. He's driving around a Bugatti uh, on a uh, on called the uh, Gold Rush a Cross Country Drive, where he's going to tell people about fiscal responsibility. It's not. Uh, I don't think Cliff is an unpopular choice, but he's not the popular choice. The popular choice yeah. was uh, the Steven Solo conglomerate that we in our poll question we said <laughs> so much speculation it's going to be a Seahawks. So who should it be? Uh, and uh, 48%, almost half of 338 votes, Stevens slash Solo as your co-host, and then mm-hmm. uh, Eddie Lacy, 25%, 17% Stan Gelbaugh. And then you were right. I didn't think this would be the fact. Nobody knows who Bubba Baring is. Yeah. I mean, yeah. people of a certain vintage do, but there's a lot of people listening to us going, I don't know who Bubba Baring is. I don't give a darn about him. So lunch with listeners, 286 We're going to get into one topic on Otani, but also you want to jump in. Uh, the new show starting in July. If we were going to call it something, everyone's just going with names, Averill and Puck, Cliff and Puck, whatever you want to call it. Well, we could come up with something a little bit more creative. I don't care what, you know, what someone had texted in earlier, the Boilermaker and the Troublemaker. I think that's fantastic. That's not a bad show. That's a good one. So you can volley in what your thoughts should, would be here at, uh, on the phone lines here, lunch with listeners. And then uh, also we'll get into the, this Otani and back to the Mariners uh, quickly uh, here in just a one moment. But the, um, oh, where was I gonna, what was I going to bring up? God, I'm just, I've gone too much, too much. You know what? You said so you were I'm out late blank. Saturday night, and then no. you're getting ready to go home, and your wife well, talked to you into going to one more place. I was thinking, it was something about Otani, then I'm, uh-huh. I'm reading in my notes, and I read my notes, it says Molina hitting the nuts, and I remember I wanted to get well, to that good. at some yeah. point yeah, in, in the radio good. program. But uh, before we load up and get on the phone lines here again, uh, lunch with listeners, the, the Otani revolution this weekend, mm-hmm. which was, I think, I mean, and the crowds were unbelievable. I mean, it's not a... You know, the Angels are always a good team. It's a weekend. Your your numbers are always going to be up. They had great attendance over the weekend. It, it's, you know what, it, it certainly probably helped by the weather being a little good. They've been winning a little bit. Yeah. It is the Angels. Everything kind of worked for them for this series. And, you know, here's the thing. Yeah. Uh, they lose two out of three of the Angels. They've lost two series this year. Yeah, two. They're 7-2-2. Two two. Yeah. That's it. I mean, I mean and they have, they have, they're off to the start that everybody wanted. Right them to get off to and it's right. a perfect start for the baseball team and yeah they 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 lost this series and and really you could make the you could make the argument well they they're lucky they didn't get swept yeah i mean they had an amazing comeback uh there on saturday but they didn't yeah and, right right see that that's you make your own luck yeah and you know what they were a, that's the funny thing about sports and the funny thing about baseball they're one play away that man they could have got out of that that inning and they could have been unscathed yeah. you know they have a curveball that bounces in front of of uh, in front of Mike Zanino that squirts away, runners the inning then drags on. That's what the greatest thing about baseball. You got to get that third out. There's no clock. I was, and all of a sudden a two nothing game and you know explodes to six nothing. I'm watching the uh, the game uh, uh, on the go go in flight, 
Uh, really? Um, yeah, I, I got yeah. Which should really be called slow, slow in flight. But but it, look, it is you know wireless at thirty six thousand yeah. feet is pretty amazing. And and I'm and you know I'm, I'm watching the little game cast on the Mariners site, which I love the animation. I get a big kick out of it. It's like yeah, I, yeah. yeah I'd rather be watching it on TV, but whatever. This is where. I, and 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 um and then we we hit a de- you know somehow there's a dead spot and there's no wireless service like how can this be where 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 are we somewhere that and it was two to nothing and two outs and I went was it two strikes uh yeah and suddenly there's no there's no go go I'm like what the, where my go go's gone gone what the hell what's going on I want a refund and I'm refreshing and I'm yeah, I'm loading okay. them, and I'm dead and, and it's like three minutes four and all of a sudden boom and it's like six to nothing I'm like. Oh, no. What happened? Just like that. Just like that. Oh, it's a bummer. So you can weigh in. Well, I, before the, the weigh in on the Otani question, I, I would ask people, were, was it how much of the Otani poll was it for you to go out to the ballpark? Yeah. Because I think a lot of the poll yesterday, I won't speak for Jackson, but I think it was a lot of reason why Jackson went. I know Adam went. I think Soft went. I mean, I think a lot of people went to go out and watch something. Right. That we haven't seen before. I mean, he, listen, he had three hits in the series in one game, right? He had three hits, and then Friday it was night, on right? base. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then he goes down, and he shoves it down your throat on Sunday. Yeah. It, uh, it is it is remarkable to watch this yeah. take place. And I've always wondered why this hasn't happened before. Yeah. Uh, but he looks the part. It'll be, I'll be curious to see how much it starts happening in the future now. Yeah. There are a whole bunch of young kids who are being told, you have to specialize, who are yeah. going... Well, you know, not according to this dude, I no. don't. And I'm as and whether he, there, you know, there's going to be more of this, right? I mean, there's no way he's the only guy on earth who's going to be good enough to do this. And I don't think he was. I don't think he's been the only guy that that's been good at it. I think he just had the chance. He's just had the chance, and I don't know. Maybe it maybe it needed a guy from Japan or someplace else to be able to say, you know, I'll be, I'm going to be the first one to do this. Mm-hmm. That maybe in the in the U.S. that we just kind of are slow to to something like this. I mean. You know, the guy that was just selected, God, was it the Reds, the Hunter Green guy? I can't remember where. I think it was the Reds or the Padres. I can't remember which team he went to. But he was a young young guy. He was a shortstop, considered one of the best shortstops in the game, and also a, an unbelievable pitcher, but a two-way guy. And so the thought was, you know, are they going to allow him to try and do both? Guy here, Marco Gonzalez. Yeah, right. How people realize he was the John Olerud Award winner at Gonzaga for being the best two-way player in baseball. And here's why this is going to become more prevalent is because the game has changed, and every right. manager's burning through 19 pitchers a night trying to play matchup right. baseball. So you're going to need guys that are versatile. This is the tip of the iceberg of this. You we're think so? See, yeah. Now, I, don't, I don't think we're going to see every single guy, although who knows. But I think this is a sea change yeah. in how baseball is thought. Yeah. And you're and again, if you're if you're a baseball executive with a, with with anything bigger than a bean in your head, you should look at this and go, all right, there is just simply no way that he's the only guy good yeah. enough to pull this off. And I'll I'll even throw this out there too. Was uh, we'll get your thoughts on what should the uh, new show be called uh, with me and Cliff Averill, which starts on July 9th. You can weigh in on that. And also. Uh, your thoughts on watching Otani pitch yesterday? How cool was it to go there to watch him? Did it did the Otani pull draw you there? And and then on Friday, were you one of the thousands of people, thirty nine, forty thousand people that were there that booed him? Or do you feel that it was right to boo, or do you feel that it was wrong? To boo? Oh, I think it was right to boo. I don't know how yeah. anyone would think that it's bad yeah. that you booed Shohei Otani. Hey, he's on the enemy, man. He's on yeah. the Angels, and so yeah, boo away. Of course, you should boo. Uh, Brad joins us. Uh, Brad, quickly, what's for lunch today? <laughs> I'm having a uh, tavern uh, 
burger, macaroni, the macaroni burger with jalapenos and a fried egg on it at Red Robin. Oh my God! The oh. it has so it has a patty, it has macaroni cheese, it has fried egg on it. Did Softy bring it to you? Holy God! Softy worked. You know, Softy worked. He worked at Red Robin. You know that, don't you? Yes, I do. Softy served oh, me. Has, no, he did. Softy that when served he me about four hundred. No, 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 no. God, Softy he, never weighed four hundred. Did he reach out to you at the time you were? And said I don't. Like I, I have a vague. Rem- I think he and I've talked about. It. I have a vague memory of 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 him. Yeah, because I, I. But but I don't know. Maybe I'm making it all up. Well, it's a good story. So why not? It sounds wonderful, Brad. Brad, do you have thoughts on Otani? Were you one of the thousands of fans that booed him? Did it draw you to the ballpark this weekend? And then also uh, thoughts on the new. You have an idea, suggestion for a show name for uh, myself and Cliff Averill. Well, I don't. I, I wasn't there, but and I, I don't. I don't get why they would boo him. I, I, okay. But the, the but the thing is, is when you guys are talking about the versatile players, uh, I, I think that's actually is there is going to be a tip of the iceberg, like Gas said, because what that's going to end up doing is it's going to create um, a lot of uh, flexibility for managers when they make their you know make their rosters after spring training. You have one or two of those versatile guys on your roster. It's going to make it so much easier to. to to uh, keep more pitchers or less position players, however you want to look at it. But um, as far as a name for uh, your show, how about uh, Cliff and Biff? Cliff and Biff, that's a good one. I like that one. <laughs> that's a good. That's a good idea. Cliff and the Coug. I've seen that one been thrown out there as well. Purdue Rush and the Cougar Lush. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, I was going to say, the loser and the boozer, but then that doesn't make sense. You're going to have to assign something. That, that's no good. Uh, well, I guess I would be both, right? Yeah. That, that's we, for we your solo to... act. When April's not here, you can call the show The Loser and the Boozer. I, I do enjoy the 206, The Hawk and the Hack. That's a good one. Hawk and the Hack. That's a good The Stiff and Cliff show. <laughs> oh, God. Cliff and the Stiff. That's perfect. See, because everything's got a rhyme now. Of course. It's beautiful. I love it all. Cliff uh, and the Stiff. The, oh, I didn't get out to the ballpark yesterday, but, boy, the, the, the crowd looked great. The reaction, I think, to him, I don't, I don't get why anyone, and maybe it was not so much, maybe it was just some media people that I thought or, or I saw maybe on Friday when it happened, but I don't get why anyone would be upset about it. About booing him? About booing him. Yeah, boo him. Boo like, away, like, man. Why, why, would you, why would you create a fuss about that thing? I mean, yeah. he's, he plays for the, the opposing team. You tried to get him. You tried to yeah. you courted he spurned for how him. long, and then he said, you know what? I don't like Seattle. I like Anaheim. Yeah. And I like you, and I like whatever you got going on up there, and I'd want to be in the sunshine and play with maybe the well, not maybe the best player in the game, and Mike Trout. Was he booed yesterday? Oh yeah, yeah, Jack, you said he was. My yeah, center field bleachers, most of us were all booing. Yeah, so you were proudly leading the way. Yeah. Well, I wouldn't say I was leading the way. I'd oh, say no, I'd take... say the the older woman next to me was definitely leading the way, but yeah. well, I would, I joined in. And it was fun. When did we start? When was it? When did it? Start becoming you can't boo at a sporting event. Right, right. Look, Isn't that part of it. Yeah, and I mean, look again. This guy is with one of your arch rivals. He did spurn you a little. There's nothing wrong. Now it'll be interesting to see if it continues. If if it's an A Rod thing where Seattle's oh, yeah. just never going to let it go. How about we continue the t- tradition of throwing money down? Yeah, right. There was one guy that was doing that. I right. There was that one guy. guy that that did that. That's the best. I uh, mean, the A Rod thing to me was like I, I I got that, at, but I didn't get that it just continued and, and then finally faded near the. He didn't get booed sure. as bad near the end of his career. No, uh, but but you but it's like like I think there's always a good nature to it of of booing anyways. Mm-hmm. I mean, not like like I don't know if I boo. I'm not a big boo my own team guy. Yeah. 
But the opposite, yeah, it's free free reign. Right, right, yeah, yeah. The home team and and the home team. Look, it's okay if you want to get on them occasionally when they're when they're you know yeah, when they're not they, playing well. Yeah, when, when they're walking off the field or walking out the, of the arena, yeah, you can let them have it. Yeah, I heard the Sounders heard it a little bit from their contingent that's, that's uh, right. Saturday that they didn't they score did. again and people are starting. That, that that's going to be boy, if people really turn on them. That's going to be a pretty epic fall considering how great they've been for a decade. <laughs> that people aren't willing to go. Geez, maybe we give them one down year. Oh. I mean. And it isn't even a down year yet. I mean, but it looks bad. I get, no. were, the, were the Sounders booed pretty pretty roundly? Yeah, at the end of that game, that was as much booing as I've ever heard at that stadium. Wow. That's, well, that's you know, it's oh, concerning. The fans want performance. Uh, let's see the Ebony and Ivory show. That's like that's that. too. That's trite. Yeah. Uh, the. F- well, you got there. You got something <laughs> you want to say? Finally, a guy who knows sports show. Finally, a guy. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Because you have to play uh, the maker uh, and the intaker. Yeah, that's a good one. Uh, me and Cliff Averill, Cliff and the Reject Show. Hey, that's, <laughs> Cliff and the Rejects. That's, uh, that's my mom's number. Wait till. Jeez. Wait. I'd be called a, a reject. You guys are mean. Wait till Cliff finds out, and this is really going to be fun. I want to be in the meeting when they when they tell him that the new package they've sold. It's Fridays in Pullman. No, Fridays on the Palouse. Fridays on the and, every and the, Friday of the football every Friday season. morning at seven thirty a.m. He's got to have his ass out at the airport and get oh. climb on an Alaska flight out to Pullman. The little puddle jumper, uh, and, and and then yeah, well you know some days we may not be able to get you back, Cliff, because the weather. But yeah, you'll uh, get back most nights. Uh, we're going to be talking a lot of of of, of Cougar football, Cliff. Are you cool with that? Yeah. What? No, we're not going to talk any of that. Uh, Joseph's in Seattle. Joseph, what's for lunch today? Uh, I'm having a hot dog and a beer. About to go golfing. Oh, hot God, dog. Here we go. Hot. Hold on. Hot dog. Beer. Where are you playing golf? Golf at Joseph? Uh, Bellevue Municipal today. Ooh, that's a premier. You know what? That's uh, under the umbrella of the of Premier Golf. There are fine courses around <laughs> Western Washington. Highfalutin high private club guy, huh? Uh, Bellevue uh, Municipal is, is a great show, or excuse me, is a great uh, golf yeah. course. We enjoy it very much. Uh, okay, you said a hot dog and a beer. I, I have to ask, Joseph. I'm uh, required to ask. What did what, you put on the hot dog, Joseph? Oh, man, we got some mustard, some uh, ketchup and relish, and yeah, that's about it. Ketchup, relish, yeah, and mustard, yeah, huh? Yeah, that's right. That's right. That's, that's good. That's, that's a good job. Yeah, Joseph, uh, when's your birthday? Uh, that'd be November. So you, uh, all right. So when when you celebrate your birthday coming up, uh, you'll turn how old? I will be thirty three. Thirty three years old. All right. Well, that solves a lot, right there, Joseph. Thirty three years old. Ketchup on a hot dog. It's okay, Joseph. We still love you. It's fine, Joseph. It's a fine condiment to have on a tasty tube steak. <laughs> what uh, What are your Thank thoughts? You, Mike. What are your thoughts on uh, what should uh, What should Cliff and I call the new show? You have any ideas? Uh, the Stiff and Cliff show. I like that one, the Stiff and Cliff. Yeah, <laughs> Cliff and the Stiff would be the Cliff and the Stiff. Would that, that that is actually a great name. I love it. Appreciate it very much. You know, and I don't. A lot of these people taking shots of the text line. Are they? What, what are we the, getting over there? The Champ and the Chump show. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like that yeah. one. I, this is by far my favorite from the two five three, because as he puts in parentheses, yes, it does sound like a nineteen eighties detective show, the Haitian and the Fat Man. That's not bad. That that is not bad. The Haitian and the Fat Man. I think we could actually pull that off. That actually not not. Would not what do we bad. think? I think Cliff and St- uh, uh, I like that one. What was the other one that we thought I, was pretty I, good? I, I the like Boilermaker the, and the and the Troublemaker. Boilermaker and the Trouble play, uh, and the Troublemaker. I like the Purdue Rush and the Kuglush. Yeah. We're just going Russian Lush. Russian Lush. Russian Lush. Class and ass. <laughs> really? <laughs> you man. can't just send in two words that rhyme. You got to do better than that. Schmuck on the cliff. 
Schmuck on the cliff. I like the the, the my uh, one of my favorites because this is really what it should be called. It should just be called the the Cliff Averill Show. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, that's not a bad name when you think about it. Yeah, when you when you really when you really just yeah we're gonna break it all down. How so. about we image it, Jackson, as two former Seahawks who know the game, and we see yes. how long Cliff takes. Going, hey, I got a question. When did he play for the Seahawks? Two veterans of football. Because I could say, yeah, I'm a veteran of football. I've sure. played football, you know, youth football. Yeah. Two long time. How long did I play youth football? Well, if you count high school, right? You're 11, 10 years. Between them, they have one Super Bowl ring. That's just, this is perfect. <laughs> Between the two of these guys, how long did Cliff play in the NFL? I'm trying to think. Ten? About 10 years, nine years in the NFL. Combined, they have played nine, 20 years of football. And they own combined one Super Bowl championship and one year in which they went 0-16. You're, op- right, you're opening uh, uh, day with him. You should just be like a pit bull on a pork chop and go after him and get him to admit that they should have given the ball to Marshawn Lynch. I mean, oh, I'm sure he thinks that. That's all I'm going to do. I mean, just until... Admit it, admit it. They made a mistake. They made a mistake. I'm going to be like... Uh, What's uh, Sam Kinison? Yeah, yeah. And, uh, ah, ah, Sam. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Of course, you, I'm going to go right after Cliff. Him. What was it like on the sidelines? Richard sure seemed to understand that play call. You know, down through the years, he he had a lot of philosophical things to say about it. How was the um in the locker room? Uh, you and yeah. Richard and Earl and I'm sure Marshawn and Bruce yeah. Irvin. Probably had no issue with the play call, correct? Yeah, right, right. Go you... just just go after him on that. Make it make him admit that it was a bad call. It, it's that and. Cliff, who's the guy you hate most on the team? Right. Oh, yeah, that, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll go right into that. Be honest, uh, Pete Carroll, he's lost his way. Yeah, React. He, yeah, Pete's a little, come on now, they're kind of helping him along now, Did aren't they? You, what were you and Michael reading in the meeting? Yeah, right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I yeah. kind of want the first question. Yeah, get, out, get after Well, he's going to be great, man. He's going to be a terrific, uh, a terrific oh, awesome. uh, uh, addition to the team. It's kind of it's cool. You know, I mean, I think back to... We used to be thrilled when we just get a Seahawk guy to come on for five yeah. minutes way back in the day, and it's it's fun to, you know. And over the years, we've always had we've had some great. I mean, I'm thinking just the guys that I had. Not I'm just yep. one guy. Everybody, Ray Roberts and I did a show for oh, years. Sure. We had uh, Kevin Mawai and I did a yeah. show. Dean Wells, remember Dean Wells? Yes, of course, linebacker. Dean and I did sure. a show. I, I was it was me working with a Kentucky guy, and somehow oh. not getting mad about it. Uh, God, there are, I'm forgetting some of the others, but but over there, and then lots of other guys did shows with. So yeah. this is it's neat. Pete Kendall with Graz over yeah, the years. Pete, Pete and Graz were great together. Yeah, was that the story? Was it was it Kendall with with Graz or somebody else where they had? <laughs> Antish tells our sales guy Jeff Antish tells the best story. Weren't they doing a show where they had to be at a certain place, but it wasn't in Seattle? It was like out on the on the coast somewhere. Do that you remember that Kendall. story? That isn't Kendall. Somebody, was it it's, Toback? It's, yes, it's Toback. That's exactly who <laughs> that, it is, yes. You know, to this yeah. day, he still has the the voicemail. Yeah, yeah, of, of, of Graz from Graz. Of Graz calling in. Just, hey, Tush. Yeah, not not going to happen. Not going to happen. <laughs> that is it all time. You know, a name, a name perked my interest there, Gassy. said Ray Roberts. Ray Roberts, who famously won two games in two years with the Lake Washington High School football team that I would proudly went there to and, and watched, unfortunately, for is, two years. Is, are you taking a shot at Ray's coaching acumen there? Gosh, Ray, I wish you would have won more than two games in two years. How about the talent years? maybe at Lake Washington? Maybe the have, kangaroos didn't have enough talent. Have you, seen, have you yeah, seen Ray? Nothing. Have you seen Ray? Probably, but like every other lineman, two hundred pounds now. He looks fantastic. Yeah, I mean, he really looks good. Yeah, he's how, doing great. They all, why, well, yeah, yeah. They, they, happen to me. It's almost like they know how to get into shape when they decide <laughs> to put their mind to it. All right, coming up uh, next, we got uh, we've got to we have a funny SNL skit that I think perfectly captures the Cleveland Cavaliers. 
I heard about this. Okay. Yeah. We also have uh, at some. I mean, I think a baseball player suffered maybe the worst injury. It is the worst injury a baseball player uh, could suffer. And Gas and I like wagering, and we like to wager on the ponies. And one woman had a hell of a weekend Ooh. in wagering on the ponies. Now back to Puckett and the Gas Man on Seattle Sports Radio 950 KJR. Entertaining sports talk. Uh, uh, well, you just revealed something during the break. We'll uh, hopefully get to, to the Cavs sketch. Uh, the uh, we SNL will. did. We should. Uh, we'll get to, but you have revealed something to me. This is perfect because I've always been waiting for... Is there a show that we could all we could watch and do recaps on? Yeah. And this could be it. You told me during the break your wife has sucked you in. You're not doing this you, begrudgingly. You have signed up for this. Oh no no no. Well, let, 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 so I, I find out last night when I get home because we watch. I mean, I shouldn't say we. Here's what happened. What the hell? What the hell was I doing last week that I seceded? I ceded control of the TV. I was out somewhere. Okay. And when I came, you know you. I mean, like, for Renee and I, we're both, you know, she started a new job. I'm doing yeah. this. We are not seeing each other as much, and we're yeah. still, you know, I'm, I'm nuts about her. I'm still wildly sure. in love with her. So we only get a couple hours a day to really spend some time together now, yeah. which is fine. But so I can't really come walking in, and, and, and she's got the TV on. And we've got, you know, I could go to another room. I'm like, I want to be with my wife. And I can't look. Can we put on the, uh, you know, yeah. the Lightning Bruins game? You know I mean? You know, come on. She's, no. So so now normally I'm home like I'll be home first tonight I'll have whatever's on on yeah. and I mean yeah that, so the rule is whoever gets in the house first yeah, generally kinda, is what yeah. gets the TV okay except she has decided for reasons I cannot fathom that she's interested in the Dancing with the Stars athletes edition <laughs> oh, I and, love it. and and I'm like I, and I don't know I mean I, I and she it, doesn't come off as someone that would like having no, Knowing Renee, I, I, I wouldn't think she would like that. I, yeah, you, you. But you know, it's like, you know, all of a sudden here it is, okay. and then and, and so I'm saying, all right. So she, we watched the other night, and I'm of course just being an absolute jerk because they're like, oh, it looks like Tanya Hardy's going to be eliminated. I'm like, there is no way I'll go throw myself in the sound if Tanya Harding's eliminated on opening night on this show. They're going to keep her around, yeah, of course, because she might look. If I'm Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, I want off that show because Tanya will think nothing of taking your legs out if that's what it of takes course, to win. She'll kill someone, right? Poor old Kareem's out there. I'm a, ah, ah, why? <laughs> what why? happened? Why? <laughs> Poor Kareem. I mean, can you imagine that? It'd be the worst ever. Oh. So, so last night, you know, again, I, I travel all. I started my day in Rehoboth Beach, Delaware. Drove up to Shockey's, Philadelphia, yeah. where I had a guy on the rental car bus tell me in very serious tones, very serious tones. Because I'm asking people, you watch the Sixers? God, what a shame, man. The Sixers, what a brutal series it's been for the Sixers. Yeah, I'm watching, I'm watching. You know, uh, here's what's going to happen. I go, what? It's going to be the Warriors and the Cavs. I'm like, really? (laughs) You're kidding me. No, that's what you think? So then then I fly home, and I'm taking a stand. And so I get stagger in the door about 1030, and she's got the, she's like, oh, hey, look, it's the promo for tomorrow night's show. I'm like, what, are we watching that? It sounds like we are. Yeah, you're in. I'm naughty, and I've got to be. She's, but she's got you in. I think, yeah. Thing. So I'm a naughty. I may so be. So it, it's tonight? Is it? They play it every night? I think night? it's every night. Is I mean, it every, they, yeah. you have a favorite right now? Are they all still in there? Adam Rippon, right? He was well, the figure skater. I have an honest to God. If you're going to put a gun to my head, yeah. I other than knowing that Tanya Harding is still okay. in it, and my prediction is she'll be in it for a while, that she'll eventually get cut because they're going to want the scene of her weeping, and then they're going to want the scene of her, you know, capping Kareem or whoever it is who's ahead of her in the standings. They have the Notre Dame member that hit the game winner. I can't remember. Is it Enrique Onuwale? Yeah, That's, yeah. Okay, yeah. I think she's in there. Close. Yeah. 
Uh, Chris Madzer, he is a, he was the first American athlete in the medal in the men's single luge event. Mm-hmm. I remember him. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jamie Anderson, top female snowboarder. Uh, Jenny Finch, she's still around. Jenny Finch, the American softball player. This is the kind of show that was made for somebody like that. Yeah, Johnny Damon's in it. Yeah, Josh Norman's in it as well. Kareem, yeah. you mentioned before. Uh, Josh Norman did a thing. Tanya Harding. Now, here's what I can tell you. Josh Norman did a thing with his partner where he leapfrogged over her at the start of a dance. <laughs> and she's, I don't, I don't know who she is. I'm I don't going know how tall Ta- she is. Tanya Harding. You think she's going to win? Yeah. Well, the funny thing, I said the opening night, and Renee's, Renee's not dumb or gullible, but she's like, oh, look at this, they may eliminate Tanya. I'm like, are you crazy? No way. No she way. is too good. I mean, she, they, everybody wants Tanya around because you never know what's going to happen next. She's like dating somebody who's freaked out on coke, man. You know, who, the, <laughs> who the hell knows what the next thing's going to be? Uh, NBA playoffs resume tonight. Uh, gas, you got Celtics and 76ers, which they did this. It's such a tips. It's such a weird time. Three o'clock. Three well, o'clock on TNT tonight. Boston's up three games to none. May I ask a question? Yeah. Is, does anybody have Adam Silver? Why the hell are we playing two Eastern games the same night and two Western games? I it screwed I everything know. up. But I don't like this three o'clock it's start. Nuts. It's nuts. It's it's dumb. it's crazy. But that's tonight, right? Yeah, it's it's tonight. And then yeah. Raptors, Cleveland, five thirty TNT. Cleveland up three games to none. So, well, most likely both will wrap it up. I, I assume Cleveland for sure is going to wrap it up uh, tonight. Uh, last night, the Warriors over the Pelicans. Uh, Kevin Durant decided to finally play and become the second greatest player in the world, which he is, because he got a 4 a.m. text by Draymond Green, who said, we need you. And he goes, okay. And he decided to have his best game in probably two months. Wow. And delivered. That's all uh, it took, huh? Yeah, that's all it took. Game five is uh, tomorrow. Then the Rockets uh, over the Jazz, uh, 187. But uh, speaking of LeBron, who hit just an incredible oh. game winner in game three, and it just begs the question, does do the 76ers know how to play defense like when he caught the ball the other night you mean in the, the Raptors. corner? Or excuse me, the Raptors. Right. I'm sorry, the Raptors. Right, good point. When when they when the Raptors had him in the corner, they had a they could have doubled him immediately in backcourt, and then one of their guys runs away. Why didn't you double him and throw have him right. throw the ball away? There was like eight seconds to go. He runs down the the left side of the court. He hits just a fabulous running. Right hand shot banks it off. the The image is wonderful. It's very Jordan like, even though it's kind of a different. It's obviously from a different angle and different shot. Right. But the way it looked, it just was was beautiful. Uh, SNL over the weekend, uh, which I continue to watch this show religiously, did a, a fantastic skit and uh, has mocked the Cavs. Right, it's right. LeBron and everybody else, and uh, they did it this weekend where they're like basically poking fun of it's only LeBron and then there's no one else on the team. The Cavaliers playoffs 2018. We run this league. Nothing gonna stop LeBron James. Everybody knows about LeBron. But don't forget about us. The other Cavaliers. And whatever LeBron needs, we'll get it done. As long as what he needs isn't basketball. (laughs) But we've got everything else covered. Every time LeBron makes a free throw, I'm right there with that high five like, there you go, LeBron. I always got LeBron's back and his shoulders. I hold LeBron's third and fourth cell phone. You know that thing where you roll the ball up the court to save time? I'm pretty good at that. And I only play in blue jeans. I average zero points, zero assists, six personal fouls. I sweep up LeBron's chalk. I run the pick and roll. That's when I pick up LeBron's laundry and roll it on over to his house. I'm 53 years old. I have seven kids. And two of them are also on the cast. Our point guard is a Roomba. I'm still learning the rules, and I'm a slow learner. We run an offense called Hot Potato. 
LeBron throws us the ball, we throw it right back. <laughs> Hot potato. I shoot granny style. And don't forget about the girl on our team. It started as a gimmick. But guess who's the second leading scorer on the team? <laughs> Even though I'm a heavy smoker. <laughs> With the other Cleveland Cavaliers. So we all just want to say, thanks, LeBron. Thanks, LeBron. Thanks, Bron. Thanks, LeBron. And hey, sorry, man. There it is. So game four tonight, Cavaliers can close them out. Uh, the Raptors, 530 there on TNT. You know, we talked about this oh, earlier, man. and I love a good Saturday Night Live bit, and that's very, very funny. It's a little bit of a myth right now. Yeah, this whole right. LeBron and getting out. Now, LeBron is just in an I'm on Team LeBron 100%. I love the guy. I love watching him. I realize we're watching greatness here, and this may not be the end, but he's he's near. He's 33. This isn't going to last forever. And I love watching him play. I love the the haters that are like, oh, he's no good. I'm like, you're out of your mind if you don't think this guy's great. He's, he's unbelievable. But, but here's the thing. It's a little bit of a myth that he's not getting any help. He's yeah. actually getting there. There's some other guys on that franchise now that have stepped up and had good postseasons. And uh, but he, he doesn't have as bad as players that everyone lays out, uh, right. throws out. Kevin Love was considered one of the best players when he was in Minnesota, and he was unbelievable when they won the championship. And he's having a good playoff series. George Hill has given them great minutes. Kyle Korver has given them great minutes. Uh, Clarkson is filled in nicely, and J.R. Smith. You mentioned J.R. Smith earlier. Love twenty-one and sixteen yesterday. Yeah, it's it's not as if there's no. I mean, I get the point. I like the bit there. It's very yeah. funny, and but but this idea. I mean, they're they're getting some help from some guys, and he's just so awesome to watch. Yeah. Uh, I'm quickly because you love horse racing and gambling. I wanted to get this. So I don't know if you saw this. A Texas woman got earned one point two million dollars this past weekend. She put on an eighteen bet, uh, eighteen dollar bet, on a series of Kentucky Derby races. It was a, it was a five? Uh, she, she had to pick five in a row, right? Yeah. So the Austin woman who did not want to be identified made a pick five wager at the uh, racetrack in Salem, Texas, uh, uh, t- Salem, Texas, on Saturday. Uh, she ends up hitting all of them, one point two million bucks. Wow. We continue to tradition. I've got two friends, and Unbelievable. I we, we've done a bet on the Derby every year since like '92, and we've never lived in the same place, yeah. the three of us, and we've lost every year. We've never ever been able to get it right. You'd think eventually we'd get something right, but we never do. She, her hot streak started with the eighth race on Saturday at Churchill Downs. Six-year-old uh, gelding limousine liberal won the Churchill Downs Stakes. She picked Maraud to win the American Turf Stakes in the ninth race. Funny Duck to take the Pat Day Mile. Race despite being thirty nine to one odds, her selection in the eleventh race was nine to one long shot Yoshida, who beat out favorite uh, Beach Patrol by nose at the Old Forester Turf Classic, easiest bet of course. Where she took three to one favorite uh, Justify uh, to win the Kentucky Derby, one point two million bucks. Do you see the photo I put on my Twitter feed? Yeah, the, sensational. And I, I wanted to get Rod Mars in person because I think Rod's as good a photo journalist as I've ever known. There's a lot of talented photo guys and, and gals in this market. Uh, I think Rod is right at the top, and I didn't. Re- I didn't even think about this, but he says it's likely to have been enhanced a little bit. But either way, it's a spectacular photo of Justify from right inside yeah. the rail, right at the finish line with the spires in the background and mud flying up in the air. It was a. It was a. It was gorgeous TV. It was horrible to be there, but man, the yeah. TV was spectacular. Uh, and I would do this. I was going to do this last week, but and we have crosstalk coming up here next uh, with Fernandez. We'll find out what's happening. His show coming up at one o'clock. Special quick shout out. And I meant to do this last week. Never got to it. Uh, to Craig Smith, sideline 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 Smitty of the Seattle Times. Yeah. He was inducted into the WIA Hall of Fame uh, last week. If you uh, have grown up 
in this town for a very long time. You have you have read a lot of uh, sideline Smitty and Craig's uh, work. One of the best, if not the best, covering high school sports. Uh, kind of a lost, dying art form in the newspaper and local television, by the way. Uh, local sports still, especially youth sports and high school sports, very important. I know for me, uh, it's certainly I love it. I grew up. That's where I started my business and doing this. And he was the best at it, and also his tremendous golf coverage uh, that he did as well. But congratulations to Craig. Uh, Sideline Smitty uh, inducted into the WIA Hall of Fame. Eventually, he'll be uh, elected in the Canadian Hall of Fame. The mayor of Maple Valley joins us next. Now back to Puckett and the Gas Man on Seattle Sports Radio 950 KJR. Entertaining sports talk. Where's Cliff, Cliff? <laughs> he's not starting till he's not okay. starting till July because uh, I know who's asking that more than anybody. Cliff, right. Cliff is uh, he's going out, he's doing his gold rush. He's driving, yeah. he's driving uh, Bugattis and Lamborghinis around the country. That, yeah. But it's it's to raise awareness for fiscal responsibility for. Athletes. I was stunned. It was Cliff Abel. Huh? Who knew? <laughs> Who knew it was Cliff? But only if they're affordable. <laughs> Dimitri. Oh, uh, affordable. God, we're staying with the great state of Indiana, aren't we? Yeah, yeah. Why not? Why not keep uh, give yeah. a boiler a chance? Look, there, there's not there's only so much the guy's able to do. You know, let's be honest here. And that is really a slappy institution, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. Well, you guys, that's Anybody why you can get in there. You guys will fit in because he he probably majored in cow. <laughs> it's it's uh, what you do out wazoo, right? I mean, he'll, he'll oh. look when you start talking about wheat, he'll have some ideas he'll on how to grow it. I'll tell yeah. you that much. That's right. Our big announcement today: Cliff Abel uh, joining me, co-host. Uh, will start in July. July 9th will be our very first show. Uh, Cliff and the Stiff. I think that's been our favorite, or the Boilermaker and the Troublemaker. Mm, nice. Or just call it the Cliff Averill Show. I like to call call Cliff my four hundred one k. Yeah, he's just. I like I like career maker Troublemaker. One. Yeah, how about off the cliff? And, and we, we use Thelma and Louise, and we Photoshop their heads. <laughs> Pucking oh, Cliff. Yeah, off the cliff. Or puck off Cliff. Cliffy looking at me like, what did I get into? Oh, I'm like, sure he's going to ask himself. A we've lot tried to t- somebody's tried to talk him out of it, haven't they? I mean, like, yeah, they, yeah. They've well, tried to explain a lot of people. It. Well, you figure. Look, I mean, as I rec- as I recall, this was supposed to be announced, you know, several weeks ago, <laughs> even uh, months ago. And, every uh, day it goes by, gas and, and is people more nervous. should know that. Why was, <laughs> hey, I've gotten that. Why was it announced right away? Well, there was some, I, I think, behind the scenes, say financial things that needed to be worked well, he out had before. To it could, yeah. yeah, and he needed basically yeah. to be released before it could happen. And there's so always, was, within those contracts, I think people yeah. know this, people aren't naive, that there's always, there's language, there might have been a date, yeah. there might have been yes. a specific physical Thing you know, we don't know. It's not really our business, but at some point, something kicked in that made it the yeah. most beneficial time to do it yeah. for everybody. For both sides, yeah, I think that was it. Gas is that people, yeah. you know, all along, it's like, oh, is Cliff done? Well, I mean, Cliff's a di- first of all, Cliff's different than Cam. Cam wants to play, right? Cam Cam Chancellor wants to play football again mm-hmm. and wants to collect an NFL paycheck. I, I think that Cliff Averill knew his time was done, and he and the team had to figure out, as you said, what's the date that. What's the date that works for the Seahawks? Right, right. What's right. the date that works for Cliff? And what's the do we retire? Do we cut? Do we release with injury designation? All those things. Right. So it works out for everybody. And in the end, it worked out for all of us. And he'll join us in April or July, which is awesome. Where so. did you think uh, where, when you would you have any guesses before Saturday that uh, Ichiro would be in the clubhouse, or did you think that he'd be like by the Ichi meter? <laughs> did you see him run out on the field and celebrate? Uh, I did not see him <laughs> run out and celebrate. I watched the game and went what? through the ebbs and flows of the uh, emotions of the day. But I, he went, uh, you went through the handshake line. 
Oh, okay. I didn't you know that? that. So we asked Cliff, and the I think he was completely line. lost on him. I said, do you want us to call Pete and see if you can still run out on the field and shake hands oh after God. the games? And I don't. I think that was lost on him a little bit. Oh, yeah. We, we, we need to explain that yeah. one to him. Yeah, I, did, I did not. I watched Eat the, end of, I watched the game until the bitter end. Yeah. Uh, I got home late and, and watched, like, the last few innings. And, I mean, I laughed when Gas was telling the story about the 2 nothing, and then you, the go-go go away. Go-go goes away, yeah. which it happens. Never, and... Don't ever get it. It's the biggest ripoff. Yeah, but you, want, but you want to stay connected. I, I got a six-hour flight, man. You yeah. could, you'd sell me a lot Down, of different things to keep me entertained. Download some movies. Well, that but go-go, I will yeah. never fall for that go-go well, flight but I'm ever with, again. I'm with Gas because when I travel, I like to at least feel like I'm somewhat connected still. Yeah. But I, and listen, nobody cares about fantasy football, but it's the same thing. Like I'll sit there like on a Monday night flying home. Yeah. Like, okay, how's my fantasy team doing? And there's nothing worse than the little graphic when it goes, you know, like like you're watching. It says, okay, you know, Matt Ryan complete pass, Matt Ryan, you know, and I'm like, okay, what but happened? So what happened? Expensive. And then the, and then there's the gap, and you wait for like ten minutes. Like, yeah. what happened? Oh, I just lost. And you're watching two nothing, two strikes. It's Eddie Diaz. Yeah. Your next thing is going to pop up is game over, right? Yeah, that's what I'm, that's what I'm thinking. You know, or Felix Inc. was still in. I, yeah. I don't know. What, but it, it's, it is oh, expensive. Felix, but yeah. I kind of always look at it like, okay, so it's $16. That's two airplane cocktails. It's not that. Then now when you put those terms, it's like, that's not that expensive. Well, I've got six hours to kill here. I think that's a, that's a great topic of a softie. You can only have one. Yeah. Two airplane cocktails or go-go in Not even close. Cocktail. cocktail. Not even. <laughs> go-go is gone-gone in that instance. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right, Mayor, what do you got coming up at one? Uh, Curtis is going to pop in. We're going to talk about rookies practicing football, I guess. Uh, and then I'm going to help you out with a little Cliff Averill topic at 2 o'clock. Perfect. What he needs to know. What the hell is he thinking? Oh, great. Yeah, what this, he is just a, this is just a slam on me. No, no, no. It it's going to be a slam on the entire station. Oh, perfect. Me included. So okay. <laughs> we'll do that at 2 o'clock. All right. Mary Maple Valley is coming up next uh, right here on the old radio program. Another reminder, the Cliff Averill uh, show. That's what I'm calling it. It starts July 9th at 10 o'clock uh, with myself and Cliff Averill. The Mary Maple Valley know next right now here at 1 o'clock. No shirt, no shoes, no dives. Anybody like to smoke some pot? I was born to love you. I was born to lick your face. I was born to rub you. But you were born to rub me first. What do you need my best for? We'd like to send out a mailer. Mother of mercy, I don't speak Japanese! <laughs>